Hi guys, welcome to episode 16 of the podcast. Uh, this should be out on May the 4th. May the 4th be with you in National Star Wars Day. So I decided to have uh, Paul Watson Sith on the podcast, who I have worked with and been friends with for a long time. Um, he loves Star Wars, obsessed with Star Wars. Um, so I thought it'd be quite cool to latch on to it. I'm a bit of a Star Wars geek, always have been. So I thought it'd be nice to talk to Paul about Star Wars and just geek out about Star Wars for an hour. So hope you enjoy it. Paul's a tattoo artist at Skins and Nails in Middlesbrough. Um, he's got some awesome work. So feel free to check his stuff out. And if you want a Star Wars tattoo, which might be a bit much for some people, but there's also lots of people that do get them, um, then pop down and see Paul because he, he really knows his shit. So, and all the props and stuff that you see in the video are all brought in by him. Record this at home. So the dogs are kind of in and out as per usual. So if you hear some toe tapping and stuff, then that's just the dogs coming to say hello. Uh, so yeah, cool. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, I'll see you soon. Hi, Paul. Eric. Thanks for doing the podcast. Sorry. Me and my dog's killing each other in the background. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's coming on the microphone. It's probably not, but um, I have done podcasts before with the dogs kind of running around. So yeah. So there'll be, if you hear paw clicks, if you're listening, then that tends to be what it is. And they'll just break each other, usually. It's all right. When I, I did um, I did one with Jamie Taylor, Jiu Jitsu coach, and he'd just been to his mum's, who had like a small dog. It's like my mum's dog always just sits in my lap. So intermittently, Woody would just kind of run over and just start sniffing his crotch. But it was the big table downstairs and you can't see, like, obviously when where a dog's entered or hasn't. So he'd just fucking be sat there. Then all of a sudden just start sniffing it. And he was like, whoa, just in the middle of the podcast. It was good fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I've got lots of Star Wars stuff. Hopefully, well, I'm going to make sure this goes out on, on May the 4th, International Star Wars Day. But it's, um, we've talked about doing a podcast for a while, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. So I thought I'd just, just get one out there. Um, glad to have you on. I know you listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So it right. tends to be the right type of person that comes on. The one I did with a couple of lads before, Johnny and Sean, were like big podcast listeners. So, But yeah, what I was saying is generally people who listen to a lot of podcasts make for good podcast guests. So Because they kind of already know the format, they understand what's going on. Um, People do tend to ask me, like, what questions are you going to ask me? And I'm like, I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so you've been... When When did you first get into Star Wars? When did you first watch it? Uh, it's probably one of my earliest memories, really. Yeah. It's always been part of my life. Yeah. Uh, my dad's, like, a massive sci-fi geek. Yeah. So, yeah, I was introduced to it. Uh Five, six, something yeah. like that, yeah. VHS days. Yeah, burning out VHSs. Yeah. Must have went through a few back then. <laughs> yeah, my, um, I was saying before, I can't remember a time where I didn't know, like, the whole Star Wars story. Yeah. And it was only, like, I just, it was just ingrained in my head from being a kid and stuff. I just knew what Star Wars was, what the whole story was. So when I, like, met people that, didn't know Star Wars I was just like eh and they were like yeah I don't get it like I'm not that bothered and I was like it doesn't like doesn't go in because like from I must have just been born and my dad like my dad's a massive Star Wars fan so he must have just put it on straight away and we I mean we used to watch them all all the time on VHS my dad's still got the old OG VHS's so um, so yeah so I'm obviously quite similar in that yeah it's just kind of always been there um 
it's like for me it's a proper strange kind of like there's no film series that's kind of been through what Star Wars has or had the fandom that Star Wars has in it mm. like if you think about the first three were technically episode four five and six can you imagine a film coming out now that they were like oh this is number four you'd be like yeah what are you talking about do you know what I mean like it's oh definitely it is there's always a weird way to do it. Yeah. Four, five, six, and then, what? 20-year gap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why was that? Did... Uh, according to George, it was always just down to effect limitations of the time. Right. Yeah. I don't know how true that is. Yeah. Because originally New Hope was never episode four. It was only after Empire came out that it became four. They decided that... They were four, five, yeah. and six, yeah. And where, do, I mean, he gets a lot of credit, obviously, for kind of like his imagination and creating this world that is Star Wars that everybody knows and loves. Like, did he rip it off? Was was it already like, was it a book first or was it the Star Wars the films or? Uh, it's all, well, yeah. It was an original treatment all by him. Right. Uh, and it, apparently he had the, the storyline for the entire nine-part saga originally. Okay. Uh, it takes a lot of influence from Japanese film, uh-huh. a lot of influence from Flash Gordon serials. Yeah. Uh, and also from the, is it the Hero's Quest storyline? Yeah. That most films follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, in film, that yeah, there's kind of like an overarching story arc, which is the hero's journey. Um, and... I mean, Lucas plays on it an unbelievable amount. You know, yeah, there's like a really explicit. There's um, there's like a character uh, in in the kind of film arc industry and like people who are well into film that know more than me are gonna fucking be screaming here because I'm butchering it. But there's essentially like <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but it's it's essentially like a, an old wizard that gives you a gift to help you on your yeah. journey, which is obviously. In the early films, is Ben Kenobi, but like, you know, li- like it tends. I don't know why, like the term "old wizard" like in my head, but it, t- it tends to be like just like that sort of like fatherly figure, someone mm-hmm. a bit older, a bit wiser that gives you a thing. But it's like super, super obviously explicit in Star Wars. It's literally an old wizard yeah. giving you a fucking lightsaber of the Force. You know what I mean to help you on your very literal quest. But he pulls it off because. I mean, again, like my dad was saying when it came out, sci-fi at the time, no one had just seen anything like it, you know what I mean, in terms of what Star Wars does and pushing boundaries and that. Um, and it's weird, I, I don't know if it does that that much now in terms of pushing boundaries and stuff, because effects-wise, it was amazing at the time. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Now, I'm not saying, obviously, the effects aren't good, but... I, I guess it's hard to push boundaries and effects now because there's just fucking so much out there. You can do so much with a computer, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, what's your, what What did you think of uh, when the first start, when episode one came out, The Phantom Menace? Did you go to the cinema to see it? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> me and a bunch of friends from work, at the time I worked at game, we yeah. all uh, went to a midnight screening. Yeah. Yeah. I fully bought onto the hype. Yeah. And uh, I was one of the few fans as well that 
I'd still, to this day, don't have a massive problem with it. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people have problems with characters like Jar Jar. <laughs> but he's not for us. He's for the kids. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, like, I'll go to conventions and stuff and you'll see, like, Jar Jar dolls on the side and you'll see some little five-year-old run up and start screaming Jar Jar. Yeah. And happy. Yeah, yeah, And it's yeah. like, that's who Jar Jar's aimed at. Yeah. Not for you, it's for them. I guess that, and that's probably quite nice for... for you know, because it's something that by the time that Star Wars came out, I guess, you know, my dad had had me and I was probably like too old. Well, definitely yeah. too old to give a fuck about Jar Jar, but my little brother used to love him. You know what I mean? And minded. I think I'm like, I might have hated The Phantom Menace because, well, not hated, just because my little brother probably hammered it so... I might have seen it a thousand times because you know when kids are that age where they just watch the same film over and over and over again yeah. The Phantom Menace unfortunately was one of them for me so and like Attack of the Clones bores me to tears for the same reason but only because like shot for shot I could probably recreate the battle scene you know what I mean like yeah. just because it's, it's just in there because unfortunately my little brother watched it over and over again so as far as films go Attack of the Clones is a, the worst Star Wars film ever made. <laughs> Do you think it's worse than Phantom Menace? Yeah, 100%. I, I mean, I'd have to go back and rewatch him. Phantom Menace gets passed for me because you got Maul, which is one of the best Sith we've had. Yeah. You've got that ending, which the, the three-way battle, quite similar to Jedi, was amazing. Yeah. Uh, the score was one of the best scores they've ever had. As far as soundtracks go. I suppose the the music in that Darth Maul scene... Julian, is it Julian Fertz? I think it's Julian Fertz. I'm not sure. But yeah. that, I mean, I've got that in my head now just thinking yeah. about it. it. I mean, it is a good bit of music. It's intense mm. as fuck. For when he's fighting Qui-Gon and... and Obi-Wan, yeah. 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 Listen, yeah that was a, it was that. a better film. Yeah. And the pod race as well. Really nice set piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, it's something people kind of like latch on to when I think of the earlier films like mm. you know like pod races and those scenes and you know there's like millions of memes about them out there and stuff but people like if people are latching onto it like that then then yeah I guess yeah whereas what if you go what happens in Attack of the Clones people are going to be like them fucking weird droids with the dead long noses really bad romance in the middle yeah really wooden romance <laughs> I do I mean I was thinking about that bit on that Kevin Spacey film where it's like, I am Mannequin Skywalker. Is, is that Clerks 2? I think so, yeah. My shitty acting ruined yeah. Saga. I mean, his acting is appalling in that film. I mean, throughout the trilogy, for me, I, I think he's fucking shocking. But I don't know. Hidden. Hidden Christensen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's. I mean, is that bad direction? Is it a bad bad acting as well? Bad script. Uh, I think a lot of the actors suffered. Yeah. Even some really good actors, like Obi-Wan, uh, Hugh McGregor. Hugh McGregor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't expect an actor to act when all they're in is a green room with a green box on the floor. Yeah, And a yeah, couple yeah, of ping-pongs, yeah. just yeah. saying, that's a character, act against that. Yeah, talk to that, yeah, yeah. I mean, is that... Is that... Does that come down to bad direction? Because it should be up to the director to kind of bring the actors are good actors so Natalie Portman mm. and Ewan McGregor are good actors oh yeah you know what I mean so if they're kind of bringing out wooden performances then there's, there's something wrong is it because there's a green screen well maybe therefore should the director have given 
them at least something to react off yeah. or at least talk to them a bit more and got them a bit more into it you know what I mean like mm. I, you know, how directors work they talk to actors and they really kind of like develop the characters with them so that when it comes to the actor being on set they know absolutely everything emotionally and how they're supposed to get everything across um, so yeah I, I, for me obviously Lucas is a bit of a wizard is he better off as kind of like a producer I'd probably I say think so. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best Star Wars stuff we've had has always been brought by a different director. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's kind of yeah. He's produced it and it's his world and he's overseen it. Like he's a visionary. There's yeah, no, no denying that. But yeah, I think when he's given too much control, yeah, it gets a bit crazy probably and probably gets a bit lost. Yeah, yeah. it might. It's it's that thing in it where he's such a big name where who at this point at that point at least in the film who who was going to tell George Lucas what to do mm. you know what I mean and he, even if he needed a bit of advice or a bit of help he was probably surrounded by yes men and people going yeah that's the right thing to do even if the thought was wrong because they then piss him off where actually what he probably needed was solid advice I mean obviously these are all hypotheticals <laughs> like I fucking I could yeah people could just tell me to fuck off I don't know what I'm talking about but um but yeah, because it, otherwise it doesn't really make any sense as to why you've had, you'd have a pretty good cast and some day performances. You know, if you look at Natalie Portman in Black Swan, for instance. Oh, yeah. Like, and, um, and I'm struggling to think of Ewan McGregor in anything else because all I've seen for ages is the prequel memes on Reddit um, and just where everybody worships Ewan McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> so I've just got this angelic vision of him in my head and <coughs> I can't think of anything else that he's in. But... What do you think it is about Star Wars that really kind of gets people's attention? I think for a lot of fans I know, and myself included, it hits home at the right age. Yeah. You get into it when you're young, and then they've kept up with it every generation, so they don't set Star Wars films. Yeah. So as you're getting to, like, your late teens, the prequels came out. Yeah. And that got you back into it. Yeah. And then you give it like another 10, 15 years and now we've got the new films coming out. Yeah. So it's constantly refreshing. Plus, there's a lot of lore, there's a lot of backstory available if you want to go down that route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. keeps it fresh. Yeah. Law, L-O-R-E. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I mean, I've got some books downstairs that my sister gave me that I've never got around to reading that, um, that are like Star Wars. I don't know if it's fan fiction or like official backstory or what, but yeah. there's there's a Han Solo one which obviously I'd like to read before the Han Solo film comes out. Whether or not it's like I say, I don't even, I don't know if it's fan fiction or what, but um, chance that was a original release. But when Disney acquired Star Wars and Lucasfilm, uh, they wiped the old canon. So right. you're talking like twenty years worth of books, comics, games, everything. Or they just went, that's... That's no longer canon. Like, that's got right. nothing to do with the film series. Yeah. We're putting a line in the sand. And now comics and books are coming out in games yeah. that are canon. Okay. I think it was a good move for them because it means they can tell stories without 20 years' worth of backstory to go through in case it contradicts. Yeah, or if it doesn't fit or if it's just a shite story. Yeah. Yeah. And not, and it's gonna be something odd that moves into a film. I don't know. I mean, like the the first chapter I've read of that kind of Han Solo pre book is um is like adopted by Wookies, <coughs> and that, that, like I don't yeah. know if it's gonna come out in the film. And his 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 mum is like 
a Wookiee, obviously not his paternal maternal man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so but that I thought that was quite interesting. Obviously, his relationship with Chewie, and I think she dies trying to like get him off a slave ship, basically when he's like a, not well a young teenager, I yeah. think, like juvenile. So, but and, like I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like, why well, haven't I read this book? Because it sounds quite fun, but. Um, speaking of Han Solo have you seen the trailer for the new Han Solo film uh, yeah yeah up to date with all the new trailers yeah <laughs> what do you think uh, I was apprehensive when I heard about it because yeah. for me Han Solo's never been a character I've really gravitated towards right I've always yeah I've just never understood the whole rogue yeah yeah, yeah. why people like that yeah uh, but the more trailers I've seen uh yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it now. I don't yeah. know, I'm just getting rolled up in the hype, but <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to do with Star Wars. Yeah, it's had a lot, I mean, it's had a lot go on with change of directors and stuff. And well, yeah, he's refilmed like is it 95% of the film or something. Yeah, yeah, well, they've got Ron Howard now, who gives me hope. You know, he's a, he's a good blockbuster filmmaker. Um, His last few haven't been great, though. That's my worry. What's he done? I can't remember recently. Last one was Inferno, wasn't it? The Dan Brown... Right. That was a mess of a film. Was it? I didn't Prince watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All that Dan Brown shit, I, I think I think it's quite hard to make something. I think there's so much in there that, mm. like, where do you even pull from? You know, the um, the other one that first got him recognition, the Da Vinci God. Yeah. Just fucking, I mean, there's there's so much in there, there's so much context that it's, it's almost impossible. You're probably better off making three films out of it. Mm. You know what I mean? If anyone could do it, it's Tom Hanks. But uh, that for me, you know, Tom Hanks is an unbelievable actor and he can quite pull it off. I don't yeah. think Da Vinci Code anyway. So, so I think I think he was up against the wall probably. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. So we'll see. I wasn't. I saw the trailer in the cinema. Um, I hadn't read anything about it. I hadn't, you know, just kind of. Well, I knew that Childish Gambino was. Lando Calrissian, oh, yeah. which got me excited straight Perfect away. Casting. Yeah, and um, but I saw the trailer and I was pretty underwhelmed. I don't know why. I think I don't know if I'm well, probably because I'm too attached as to Han Solo as um, what's it called Harrison Ford. Yeah, <laughs> Harrison Ford is uh, Han Solo. Sorry, yeah, but for for me, I think I I quite like that like maverick rogue kind of like character. Mm. So, the Han Solo in in the trailer, at least, and obviously we'll see when it comes out. Hopefully it's a good film. Um, doesn't seem... I don't know, he seems a bit boyish. I know he's going to be younger. Yeah. So, fuck knows, we'll see what happens. I might just be reading too much into it. Trailers are, like, so hard to figure out if you know. Anyway, like, with the Venom trailer, the first Venom trailer, where everyone was like, yeah, well, where the fuck's Venom? So, in the next trailer, like, oh, there he is, sorry. You said put the CGI in yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, like, obviously... In the very first kind of teaser trailer, they're not just gonna. It's not just gonna be all Venom. You know what I mean? It's at the end of the day, it's an origin story. So, and a lot of people were saying, well, maybe you just not. It's all gonna be Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock in his life right up until the very end, and then you might see him. But I, I highly doubt that. Now seeing the other trailer, yeah, but, I don't think it'll be like that. Yeah, I guess the point I'm making is it's really hard to pull anything from from a trailer. So fingers crossed. It, it's well, good. Disney and Marvel prove that plenty of times with Star Wars and the MCU. Yeah. Like Avengers, the last trailer before uh, Infinity War came out. Yeah. 
there's stuff in that trailer that just isn't in that film. <laughs> there's things they've added, there's things they've changed. They did it with Thor as well. Yeah. There's things in the Thor trailer and like they digitally removed his eye patch. Spoilers. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, <clears throat> I'd say that annoys me, but it probably it doesn't. Um, I remember, I can't remember what film it is now, it might have been Watchmen, but I remember seeing like a specific shot in a trailer for a film, something fantasy, like like Watchmen at least, something superhero, and I remember seeing it and being like, that was fucking amazing, and it just wasn't in, but it was like a shot good enough to capture my attention in a trailer for me to remember it, to look out for it in the film, and it just fucking wasn't there, and I was like, do I imagine that? But then, so then I rewatched the trailer, it's, it's quite strange that they do that, um, but there's always going to be reasons why directors cuts and trimming it down and stuff. Well, oh, definitely. Probably when the, when they first kind of have a cut of a film that's probably three, four hours long and then they just trim, 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 trim and kind of pull bits till it's a sharp thing. Um, I mean, were you a bit apprehensive when Disney kind of bought the rights to Star Wars? I wasn't, I wasn't. Like, part of me was apprehensive just based on are they going to disney it? Is everything going to be very kid, very family-friendly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friendly? yeah. Especially when Force Awakens came out, because I did love it. Yeah. But it did feel like a massive nostalgia fest. Like, yeah, he's the film you've seen before, just new. Yeah, oh yeah, like I watched it and I was <clears throat> kind of felt a little bit cheated in that. I wanted some development, I wanted something new. Mm, um, definitely. And I just got essentially a new home. Yeah. When, but then when I rewatched it, I was like, oh, it wasn't that much. Mm. of a rip off I, I don't know like the first time yeah the first time I watched it I was like it's essentially just in, like all everything I know Star Wars wise the more I thought about it I thought maybe it's it's almost like a, I felt like did, did they have to do that did they have to just part the film and go there you are for every like diehard Star Wars fan that doesn't want change and just wants you know what I mean? Like to kind of like placate 50% of like the nightmare Star Wars audience. Did they just go, there you are, there's film that's so much like A New Hope that everyone's saying it's fucking A New Hope. Enjoy it. Yeah. Now can, can we move on, please? Like, I think they needed to. I think they need that safe bet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first I mean, yeah. Star Wars film in like 10, 15 years, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they needed that safe film, get it out there. People loved it. Yeah. Reviews were great. Everything was fine. Yeah. And then they came back with Rogue One, which... Do you like Rogue for, One? For me, it's one of my favourite Star Wars films now. Yeah, I thought it was unreal. Yeah, brave, I, brave film. I completely... So I kind of forgot that it was... They were doing, like, new episode, backstory, new episode, backstory. Oh, yeah. And I'd, like... I don't know what had been going on in, like, my life, but I just kind of, like... I just thought, yeah, new Star Wars, I'll go and see it. I sat down and it started, and about halfway through, I was like... Oh yeah, this is in the middle of like you know. I was kind of like going, "Where's, where's um, whoever you know, picky character from episode seven? And I was like, "How come they're not in it yet?" And I was like, "Is that the same girl?" <laughs> and then I was like, "Ah shit!" And then obviously, <clears throat> when I realised, I thought, oh, "Fucking hell, yeah!" And I, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. But what was quite nice was because I went in so fucking bland and so like head was so far up my ass watching it that even like the ending I was like when they died I was a bit sad and a bit shocked and I was like oh well yeah I, had I had I used my brain I'd have known seen that coming fucking mile off because oh, yeah. I already knew that story that linked three and four I just never like kind of put it in that 
visual context. So, but yeah, I thought it was, I really like Rogue One, um, which again gives me faith for. I know it's probably a completely different group of people writing it and creating it, but if it's at least in that universe, it gives me faith for the Han Solo one. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like that they've taken a lot of visual cues and Solo from Blade Runner, which is always a good thing to do. It's always a good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and what did you think of uh, the Last Jedi? Uh, I walked out of it really disheartened, really. Yeah. Because uh, did you got the midnight shot in? Yeah, I went to the midnight show in. Uh, came out and I was, I wouldn't say disappointed, because it was a good film. Mm-hmm. But I think because we've had that, what, nearly two year gap? Yeah, well, all, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, yeah. All we've done as Star Wars fans is theorise on who Ray's parents were, who Snoke was. We've watched millions of YouTube videos, loads of theories, Yeah. trying to get any information out of a backstory. And then when they gave us all the answers in this and they weren't the answers we wanted, <laughs> the entire fandom kicked off about it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I suppose it's not our place to decide how a story goes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I never thought about that. Yeah. So when I watched it a second time, I really appreciate it. It's one of the most beautiful looking Star Wars films. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, was that by Gareth Edwards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a really cool story. He just kind of started doing um, graphics for, I think it was like ITV back in the day. Yeah. He just kind of did all the CGI stuff, <coughs> you know, on like low rent TV shows where someone had been shot or whatever. And, you know, like, splatter. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really like, not like demeaning his work at all, but like, basically, it's quite a nice story because he, he literally started out as a visual effects guy. I think he made monsters, didn't he? I yeah, hope I'm yeah. on the set with the right person here. Yeah, yeah, monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he kind of just, he just kind of made that, at, like basically shot it and then just did all the graphics at home on his, like essentially yeah. on his home Mac, you know what I mean? And just kind of designed and created everything, which is insane. And it got, obviously got a theatrical release and stuff. Um, so to go from that to then like directing Star Wars, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but I think it does a good job of visually. It, it's it's awesome. Even like, you know, at the end with the um, with the salt right at the very end where. Oh yeah, they yeah yeah. And what was nice was it looked amazing, but it was also it was useful. So when I don't know why, but my fucking brain's not working today. The bad guy, what's it called? Kylo yeah Kylo, Kylo. Kylo so when he's moving his foot on the floor you see it move from white to red mm. and then you kind of see um Luke yeah like what the fuck <laughs> when you see Luke's foot move like it doesn't go from white to red well first time I didn't register that well I didn't but yeah. but I was kind of watching it going oh well there's the, the white and the red in general, just as someone who likes a nice looking film, I was like, oh, that looks really cool. And I was going, why? Why? Because there's always a, a purpose for a visual mm. cue, you know what I mean? And that was obviously it, which I didn't realise till afterwards till I read about it. But um, but yeah, so like just little things. But yeah, I agree with you. I think it was, visually it was stunning. Um, but yeah, story wise, I mean, I'd like to know a bit more about the Snoke. I feel like you could have developed him and created a monster because I guess in the first one he almost seemed ethereal and yeah un- unkillable you know what I mean I don't know if I mean it, <coughs> sorry sorry I guess I, I also saw spoilers which was fucking really annoying like the next day yeah um 
yeah, someone just put up a meme, like, and it was something, you know, just some shit on Facebook, like six things, y'all. A nineties kid will remember, and it was like son, 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 like you know, like again by something mm-hmm. else, and then it was like Snoke dies, and I was like, you fucking, I was furious, and then so I was it's watching horrible. it going, I hope there's nothing worse, and I'm kicking myself because well, I'm going to see Avengers tomorrow night, but like all the time, I'm just like, be careful what you see on the internet. I'm like on tent hooks for the past fucking week, pretty much. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I can't deal with spoilers. Because everyone's going, yeah. loads of important people die in loads of crazy ways. And I'm like, that in itself is a spoiler because I start, I do it with Lottie because she'll... You start anticipating. Yeah. All the way while well, you're watching, you can't enjoy going, it. She's going to die. He's going to die. Yeah. Okay, just fucking spoilers are a nightmare. But uh, without going to the midnight shorting, you know what I mean? Which obviously you do. Um, it's pretty fucking hard to, to dodge them sometimes. and it's. This one's been really good. Because Marvel, the Russo brothers, uh, and is it Kevin Feige, the overall Marvel, uh, well, Overlord, basically, for yeah. the MCU, uh, they've been pushing this big Thanos demand silence right. uh, campaign. All right, okay, hash, I haven't seen that. Hashtag Thanos yeah. demand silence. And basically just asking people, like, don't spoil it. Yeah. Tell people it's good, just don't spoil it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's quite cool. And I haven't seen anything um yet <laughs> i'd like i'm yeah. just tomorrow because because i'm going to the cinema tomorrow i know i'll end up seeing some fucking spoilers but i'm just going to try and stay f- just use the internet for work which is hard when you work in social media but you know what i mean like just yeah. just use it for um for what i need to and kind of stay off it until i've seen it and then then i'll post loads of spoilers i won't really but um yeah, fucking spoilers. I hate them. Drive me mad. Do you know what? Even to the point where, with the big UFC cards, so the UFC um, usually is on in America, so it's usually on it starts at one in the morning and finishes about five. Mm. Um, so obviously, the next day I have to I like get up, I've got shit to do, and I'll maybe sit down and watch it. Either if I can first thing in the morning or later on in the afternoon, um, and like spoilers can like really ruin fights for me you know what I mean because oh, I definitely. like you know it's it's like anything the result to anything um it can just ruin it so but lot of you'll she doesn't do this anymore because <laughs> I, I don't think I told her off but maybe told her not to do it anymore but um she's be on a phone and she'd be like oh my god oh, I can't believe it and I'd be like and then next and I'd be like and she'd be like, oh, sorry, sorry, you, you don't want to know, do you? And I'm like, no, I don't. But the fact that you've had that reaction means that there's a big upset. You know what I mean? Yeah, so then yeah. I start going, well, what's... You're like, what fighters does Lottie know? So she knows him or she knows that would be... So I'm like, I start fucking like mapping it out in my brain because I can't stop myself because I'm a fucking weirdo. And I'm like, that means that so-and-so's <laughs> won the fight. So I'm like, so I'm like, now, Lottie, if you see any UFC spoilers at all, I'm like, you just have to remain silent. Because otherwise, I'm going to guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Take someone telling you there's a twist when you're walking into a film. Oh, it's fucking, yeah. It just ruins the film. There's a really big twist at the end. You're like, oh, is he a ghost then? Yeah, Sixth Sense. My dad still claims that he, he called the end in the Sixth Sense, and I don't believe him. He's like, yeah, me and your man went to see the cinema, and I thought, oh, I bet he's a ghost. I was like, I bet you fucking didn't. <laughs> I remember hearing about a twist to Sixth Sense. And as I was going to see it, I overheard people talking and they said he's dead. All the way through the film, I assumed it was the child. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I suppose that's... I was just like, oh, yeah, I know what's going on here. Yeah. Be like, oh, yeah, kid's dead. <laughs> that was the, when we went to see... Um, I went to see episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. When um, that's apparently the only piece of Star Wars trivia I can pull out my head. Um, I went to the midnight show into that. I worked at Garns at the time. And uh, we were walking out just saying fucking all sorts, just all sorts of made up shit. Because there was another queue of people waiting to go in. Like afterwards, and we were like, I can't believe fucking Chewbacca shoots Darth Vader in the face. And everyone's like, wow, what? We started like listening to spoilers and that, but... But now I probably wouldn't dream of it because I'd be like, oh, I'm going to fucking end up on the internet here because I've ruined some kids uh, queued up since midnight till two in the morning to go and watch a film and then I'll spoil it. But, yeah, when you're wild. <sighs> so, when did you start kind of getting um, all your figures and stuff? Because there's a whole, like, interesting collectible world behind Star Wars as well, isn't there? Yeah, Hence massively. Like, BB-8 yeah. is coming to visit us and what's that called? Uh, just a mouse droid. Mouse droid, yeah. Mouse I was droid. saying about how that's the most pointless character in all of Star Wars. But I still kind of like it. If you think about the attention to detail that went into that in the 80s, just to be like a little thing that just kind of misses around, just to make you realise, just keep you in the fact that you're in a totally fucking crazy world, it's like important, I think, anyway. Well, originally it was just a USB stick on wheels. It's essentially what he does. Is it? Just transfers data from one point to another. <laughs> yeah. I like that they don't have book, emails the fact that they gave him a backstory is pretty cool yeah you know what I mean well, yeah, I didn't think of emails then <laughs> uh, but collecting yeah I think it happened big time for a lot of people a lot of Star Wars fans it was around mid to late 80s probably early 90s yeah is when it started to get a bit big yeah uh, myself included like when I was a kid uh, me and my dad used to go around like conventions, car boots, anything to try and get Star right. Wars figures. That's quite cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, used to love it. And then I think I'd amassed quite a large collection. Yeah. Got with that one horrible X that was just like, you need to grow up and sold a lot. No way. Yeah, but unfortunately at the time, it was just before episode one had came out. Yeah. And the price on vintage collectibles back then plummeted because everyone only wanted episode one merch. Oh, really? Just yeah. like new shit? Just wiped the old prices out. Fuck. So I've got next to nothing on a big collection. And, and like, obviously you don't really want to think about it, but now it'd be... Well, now I'm buying it all back again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is horrible. <laughs> yeah, that is shit. I once, um, a guy I went to uni with kind of like half stole a load of uh, Walking Dead comics from me. He like, he borrowed them. He's a dick, I don't talk to him anymore, obviously, but he borrowed like all 12 because that was how many was out then because I'm all just fuck I think it's 30 now um, and just like kind of went away we all it was like at the end of the year so we'd all moved out of that house just wouldn't answer the phone wouldn't text me back wouldn't reply to messages um, just had all my all my work and dead comics still got them somewhere so I had to basically the point is I had to rebuy them yeah it's probably worse like, than the feeling of that yeah 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 and I've like got them downstairs but I'm still like still look at them and I'm like you cunt <laughs> Still got them somewhere. Yeah. Fucking asshole. But, yeah. Now there's 25. Well, now I've got 25, sorry. I think there's about 30. I'm a bit behind. I tend to kind of catch up in spurts, but... Weirdly, I've done that with Akira. Yeah. In my lifetime, I've probably owned around 20 copies of that film. Because <laughs> I just borrow it to people, forget who owns it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And end up needing to buy it again about, like, a year later. That's a good point. I had Akira at some point, and I don't know where it is now. I definitely had it on DVD. It's about time I probably bought the Blu-ray anyway, so... Um, well, that's it. I bought the Blu-ray when it came out, and then 
six months ago, I saw it in HMV and bought it again, assuming I still didn't have it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you want, I've got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably lend it out to me, and then you'll never get back. Yeah. <laughs> Class. Um, yeah. Oh, um, I always, when I was a kid, I wanted the Millennium Falcon, and I never got it, and I wish I fucking did now. Even just because I just have it, I'd probably, I'd probably flirt with prices online. You know what I mean? And I'd be like, ah, maybe. And I'd never sell it. I'd probably give it to my kids or whatever. But, yeah, the things I'd have done, I thought, like, you know, you could just wish you could rewind time and be like, buy that Millennium Falcon. Because I probably came close a couple of times as a kid and then fucking spending all on sweets or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I had one that smashed it to pieces. Yeah. Because, yeah, it sounds cliche, but I was always Empire. Always have been since I was a kid. Right, 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 right. I had a Millennium Falcon and, you know, the attack won that battle. So, yeah, yeah to smash it up. I always I, I always prefer TIE Fighters over um, X-Wings. Mm. I don't know why. I just thought they looked so much cooler. Like something, and that that's the other thing for, like, the design of Star Wars stuff, I guess, at, at the time, at least. Like, it looked like nothing else. You know, like... X-Wing, yeah. the shape of that spaceship for me. And the Millennium Falcon is a fucking weird shape. Oh, the Millennium Falcon's out there, like... You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, with the weird kind of bubble, which is where they sit, but it's not central and... You know, yeah. like, in terms of designing a spaceship, like, it, it was just so, so strange. And I think, I mean, that's credit to someone, you know what I mean? Because they, they pulled it off and it's... Mm. don't know whether it's George Lucas or what, but the, the overall design, I think that... You know, like stormtroopers and stuff. Um, do you think there's anything to the kind of racism connotations in the early Star Wars? The kind of black versus white, light versus and light, light versus dark yeah. is, is you can't. I'm not going to lump that in with it because light versus dark has always been a battle with kind of like humankind and evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, there's there's stormtroopers. Well, and they are white. They are space Nazis. <laughs> like, yeah, you break it down, they're space Nazis. Yeah. Every single one of them stormtroopers underneath that helmet was white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, I know they've changed that now in the First Order and yeah, Force yeah, Awakens yeah. and Finn's was a stormtrooper. Yeah. But back then it was white. Yeah. You could tell. And yeah, I think they just were space Nazis. <laughs> really well-dressed space Nazis. Yeah. Even to the point where... Um, and I've been banging on about it recently at work and stuff, but like Wolfenstein and that whole kind of futuristic, there is a bit of a weird like future space Nazis subculture thing that goes on. Yeah. You know, it, it, they almost look, um, what's the term? Where everything's clockwork. Steampunk. Yeah. Um, they almost like this Wolfenstein referring to, but even that it feels like it. If they all kind of borrow from this weird like future space Nazi universe, mm. this is, I don't think I've ever said that sentence before in my life. But but yeah, so there is obviously something something to it. But yeah, I, until you said that, I didn't even think of um, the switch there when Force Awakens when it's a stormtrooper and he takes his helmet off and he's black. Yeah, that's because they're just kind of going. Right, there we are. Like, that's... We're not discussing this anymore. Can we... Again, can we please fucking move on and yeah, make yeah. some new cool movies? Is that is that Silver, Silver Bitch dead, do you reckon? No, I think they're going to bring it back again. I yeah. think it's going to be a running joke for these three films. <laughs> that, gets back up and dies in another pathetic way. Just yeah. to pop back up. I hated her. 
And but I I also wanted to know a little bit more about her. I think they tried to push her as this generation's Boba Fett. Right. Didn't speak much, but for some reason, because they had that mask cool look, yeah. people gravitate towards them. Yeah. But I mean, I thought she was a badass. I didn't like her, but only because she was yeah. going to kill my heroes. You know what I mean? In there. I just didn't think she worked as well as Boba Fett did. Yeah, Boba Fett just felt a lot more sinister, I think. Mm. Um, and he get like he was a bit, he was a bit cooler, but he was a bit of a rogue. Yeah, you know, he, he was he kind of <gasps> well, he was a bounty hunter, so he well, was solo. And when you've got Darth Vader telling you, no more disintegrations. Yeah, when yeah, you got yeah. someone like Darth Vader saying, "Chill out, man. Yeah, stop fucking stop coffee. pushing it yeah, too far." Yeah. <laughs> Like, Whereas she looked like she, she has a boss. Yeah, you she's indoctrinated, I mean? indoctrinated into that yeah. philosophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Boba Fett's just working for cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is feels more badass than yeah. so. Um But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to have known more about her. Mm. But that, that's the thing, like the thing about introducing new Star Wars films and all these new characters there's already fucking so much to know and figure out. You know, there's probably like, I know like you're saying Disney have completely wiped them out, but there's probably hundreds of books or pages, sorry, of Admiral Akbar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, God, may he rest in peace, but... He died in such a poor way. <laughs> Barely anyone batted an eye when he died. I know. It's it was horrific. like... I don't know if it was one of those things where, like, obviously when I when I know, had known he died, I was like, "Fuck!" But I I went to see it with Lottie, and I couldn't be like, "Fucking Bob, Admiral Akbar's dead." Should have been like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, but I I quite like that. You, you know, know more I mean? people care when I die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, even Admiral Akbar in general. I mean, he, he was a product of, of pop culture and, and internet culture latching onto it. I dare say he wasn't as mm. popular until... Um, do you remember Robot Chicken? Yeah. You watched the Star Wars ones. I thought they were fucking mint. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very clever. Like, I could still... I watched them a lot when I was at uni. Still picture bits out of them as well. Um, but yeah, what was it? I was on about a rap Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, so the, my, my, my point was that there's, there's already so much history that I guess to bring in new characters like Silver Woman um, and Snoke, you're like, fucking hell, like, now we want to know about these and they're just going to, might have to just kill them because like, we don't have time. We've already got oh, all these people we need to They've already done it. Like, yeah. Phasma's got, I think, like a 12-issue comic series. She's had a book. Right, all right. Snoke's backstory was explained over two or three books. Yeah, yeah, it all came out since the canon wipe. There's like whole new stories coming out. Yeah, yeah. Like the story set. So if you want to, you can really fucking delve into that. Just forget twenty years of whatever you thought you knew about Star Wars. Definitely, yeah. Like I personally, I I read the Marvel stuff. That the yeah, do some cracking stuff with Star Wars now recently, introducing new characters and fleshing out yeah new ones. That's quite cool. I'll probably check them out. Yeah. Um, and obviously they're they're aware enough now to not give out any spoilers towards the next sort of films and stuff. Mm. Um, what do you think, what's what's the next step? Do you know a bit more about the Star Wars than me? So there's obviously the solo film coming out. What's coming out the year after that? That uh, episode nine? Yeah, we've got like a year and a half break between that and nine. Yeah. <coughs> oh, a year and a half? I thought they were coming out every Christmas. Well, yeah, you got Solo out in May 
and then there's nothing this Christmas. In May? Yeah. I thought it'd be out in Christmas. No, no, Solo's out Christmas, uh, May this year. Fucking hell, all right, okay, I didn't Which know. Which is why that. nobody knows why they just didn't delay it till Christmas, just to keep it Christmas, Christmas, it's Christmas. fucking Christmas. like... A month. It's May tomorrow, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? So at the end of no this way. month. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's out. Yeah, why didn't they just do it till Christmas? I don't know. It would have made miles more sense. Yeah, weird that. Build up a bit more hype. Yeah. Because all the hype's been sucked up by Avengers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like even I was looking at films to go and see. Um, at the weekend, I had a little bit of free time while Lottie was busy. Um, don't mind a solo cinema trip. It, but like, it was just all Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't move fucking Avengers. And because it's such a high-impact film and so much going on, people are going to be talking about it for ages because people like me who love Avengers I'm not going to get to see it till tomorrow night mm. um, just you know because I didn't make it a priority but basically what I'm saying is there's going to be people like me that might not see it for another week and I'll have conversations with them I'm going to have conversations with you and everybody else so it's probably going to the word of mouth effect for Avengers is going to at least be another month where oh, it's still hammered at the cinemas well, you know what I mean Black Panther's still at the cinemas yeah, 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 yeah. Because the word of mouth on that's gone crazy. Yeah. It's become one of the biggest grossing MCU films up until Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Do you like Black Panther? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was a really good film. Uh, I didn't think it was a perfect film. Yeah. Uh, as far as Marvel films go, it was probably one of their best offerings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it deserved the 10 out of 10s it got, but I think some people were wary to say anything negative about it. Yeah, yeah. I am... Um, I liked it. I it wasn't the film I expected it was going to be. Mm, no, I don't know if it, in my <clears> mind, kind of like Black Panther, the term Black Panther was just so strongly associated with kind of like seventies radicalism oh. that I presumed there'd be a lot more kind of on the streets. So he would be in New York. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah. being, you know, maybe more like a Spider Man character. Like, like kind of kicking ass film. and yeah 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 but like re- saving people and, and being mm. a fucking being a total dude but I knew nothing about Black Panther from the from the Marvel side of things you know what I mean so that so I kind of went in and it was obviously 90% of it takes place in Wakanda and I was like oh right so this is just this in this weird bit of Africa with superpowers yeah. you know what I mean where I was like oh this is yeah this isn't the Bronx like <laughs> movie that I thought it was going to be so but I still enjoyed it I think they're setting up for the next one right yeah but I just felt like that's where the trailer led a lot of it as well. Kind of all the trailer stuff, there was a lot of shots of like city stuff, which happens in like a couple of seconds in the film, yeah. you know what I mean, in terms of... So yeah, but that'd be cool. I look forward to that. Be interesting. It's always... Be interesting to see how the writers and the directors tackle it because it could be so hammy to have like, you know, basically a black guy in America saving the black people you can almost see how painfully like yeah. it'll be you know what I mean like to play it out the wrong way so it'd be interesting to see how they tackle it and make it not cringy as fuck which you know what I mean like obviously people are much better very skilled at making films so I'm sure it'll be fine but it'd be interesting to see because somebody kind of knew going in and and plus all the attention it's got so there's going to be there's going to be pressure to deliver a good all-round pleasing film, you know what I mean? So if there's film execs kind of prodding and poking and going, no, make it like this, make it like this. It would be interesting to see anyway. But obviously there's definitely going to be a sequel, so... 
Is he in? Yeah. Oh, he's in the. He's in um thingy, right? He's in Avengers, Avengers yeah. and I think it's one of the few so he, Marvel he, ones that has been greenlit for a sequel. Doesn't die then? Oh, I'm not spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what? That was weird. I think I mentioned this before, but um, I watched the Deadpool trailer in the cinema, then I watched the Infinity Wars trailer, and I was like, hang on, just Brolin's just like Both. Cable and Thanos. And I was like, then I just, I mean, again, because of my scatter brain, I was like, is Deadpool in Avengers? And I was like, if fucking, if he, I was like, well, Cable's got to die in, in Deadpool 2 if he is, because now I was like, Clearly, like whoever made this decision knows more about making films than me. So I was like, the, the, I'm sure they've thought about this. You know what I mean? So yeah, but that'd be good. Deadpool too. Yeah, uh, I like the first one. I didn't say I think it was amazing. Deadpool's just never been a character I've liked. Yeah, overly. I mean, as much as some people, some people think he's like the best superhero in the world ever. Yeah, I can picture the. I can picture people like idolising him and thinking he's fantastic yeah. you know what I mean but I yeah. that 18 year old me loved him yeah but 35 year old me it's old yeah yeah like his jokes now it's just it's the same jokes over and over again recycled yeah. and I don't know it just doesn't work for me what's funny I can't the trailers right so when everyone was going on about Deadpool the first time it came out um, I planned to go and see it in the cinema and I did at some point but not when everybody else did everyone was saying about how fucking funny it was how amazing Deadpool was and it was you know like one of the best Marvel films ever because you know he breaks the fourth wall does a lot of things unconventionally which I quite like and I watched the trailer and I was like this isn't funny I was like I'm going to hate this film and um, and I watched it and I laughed all the way through yeah. I don't know if it's just because it's really hard to get comedic timing down in trailers or what but the same happened with Deadpool 2 I watched the trailer for that as I said the other day and I was like I thought this one's gonna be shit, but then I thought, well, the same. Like it's really weird. I don't know if I don't know if it's just that. If it's you can only put his cheesy bits in the trailer because that's the only thing that will come across as vaguely funny out of, taken out of yeah. like a, massive context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Ryan Reynolds has got a writing credit for that as well for was Deadpool Two. Was he directing it, or did he try and they said no? I think that might have happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he he is Deadpool. Yeah. Like yeah, you, you, you can't even tweet now without him being Deadpool. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, you just hear it in obviously his voice, but associated with like, yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that being the role you were born to play. It's worst roles. Yeah. So, uh, you got any plans for any more Star Wars tattoos? <clears throat> uh, yeah, always. Yeah. Uh, I think next one will be getting a big. I want a big cover up on the front. Yeah. Get some old shit work covered. Yeah. Basically, I want a big bedder. Yeah. Cool. Might be gangster. Big and black, so it'll yeah. cover out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know what I like. I don't have any Star Wars tattoos, which is quite surprising because I've got a lot of strange tattoos. So somewhere, like, it would have been natural for me to have a Star Wars tattoo at some point, and I just fucking don't know what I'd get. I'd like a TIE fighter, I think. Um, but I don't, I don't know. There's such... It's that thing where there's such a... Landscape, the universe of Star Wars oh, yeah. that to pin it down to like one tattoo to kind of mm-hmm. represent it you know what I mean which is weird for me because I've never been that sentimental over my tattoos I've just kind of went yeah I'll get a snake's head or a knife or you know what yeah. I mean It's I've never been like oh I'll get that because it means that but there's something about Star Wars where I'm like I just fucking can't narrow it down and I always sympathise with all them tattoo people that walk in and go I want a tattoo but I don't know what I get and you're like 
that's that's all of the ball game though, isn't it? We could get into that, but probably another fucking six hours. <laughs> yeah, I think another one I'll be getting is uh, the other side of my first one. Mm. Like, what are you going to get? That one says Empire. Yeah. So I want some of that's roughly the same shape. I want the Imperial Cog just doing dot work. Ah, right, yeah, yeah. So nice. Balances both sides out there. Yeah, yeah. Big on symmetry. I suppose if it's your face, you kind of want... Yeah, I like symmetry on faces, so... Yeah. Yeah, Peter's got, like, that one Peter's just got in the back of his head kind of goes down to there, doesn't it? Really strange, yeah, I mm. thought. Off the one side. Yeah, but maybe it's going to get the other side done, I don't know. Um, how was, yeah, getting your head tied? Painful. Uh, not that bad. Uh-huh. Face and head were all right. It was only really the last half hour of that tattoo because it took three hours. Yeah. Uh, the last half hour was just very thin liner going over putting loads of detail over uh-huh. really sore skin yeah I bet so that's when I was just like oh, you need to stop man <laughs> five more minutes five more minutes and it was just like oh, alright then yeah after yeah after five minutes are we done no five more minutes <laughs> it was like literally a second before I was due to just be like nah mate get the fuck off me I'm leaving yeah and he was just like we're done I, I, I always feel that I don't know like every time I've had that's been really painful it's you kind of think like if that I couldn't have I couldn't literally couldn't have bared it any longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a weird it's a weird time. I think you always seem to finish exactly when you your limit. <laughs> yeah, when you're just about to maybe it's maybe they can sense it. I don't know. Can you yeah. just can you sense it with your clients? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, for me, there's there's something to be said about you know like if I feel like tattoo artists when you are getting tattooed, like for you to be close to being like I can't fucking like do this anymore mean probably means more to the tattoo artist that did it because he knows you're a tattoo artist and he knows like mm. it's not like you're totally new to getting tattooed you know what i mean you've got a wealth of experience of getting tattooed and giving tattoos so like th- th- you know they've got to re- kind of respect the point where you're just like i can't fucking do this anymore <laughs> you know what i mean definitely like i always find getting tattooed off tattooists that i don't know a lot easier yeah if i get tattooed at work by like Reggie or Jeff uh-huh. like, I'm ready to throw the towel in after half an hour yeah 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 so it's, like, just get off me I want to go home yeah it's because you know I think I think it's a combination of things I think it's because you're at, probably because you're at work so you're mm. fed up in general you know whether you like it or not it's somewhere where you work it's a nice place to work but um, but you're still in that building where you work and it's you can just do it, can you? You can just go, just get off me, can we finish this next week? Yeah. Whereas if you travel to Edinburgh, you travel to London to get tired of someone you don't know, then it's it's a whole different ball game, isn't it? Yeah. It's brutal. Put your big body pants on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely gets harder as you get older, though, doesn't it? I think so. I know a lot of people have said the same as well, but I've yeah. always noticed my clients as well. 30, 40 year olds seem to really struggle. Really? Then when you get in your 50s and 60s, it seems to get easier again. <laughs> so I'm tempted to leave half my body until I get yeah, 50 and 60. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you just don't give a fuck anymore. They're just like, I've seen too much shit. Like, yeah, just... there's arthritis or whatever's going on is worse than this time. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah they've been to Nam, so I don't give a fuck. But yeah. So any any parting thoughts? I think, yeah, we've done about an hour there. Oh, really? Just on Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird that, innit? Soon flies. Um like Star Wars in general anything you're really looking forward to I fucking if Han Solo's out in a month then shit yeah Han Solo definitely looking forward to that hopefully 2020 uh, me and a few mates and wives 
and girlfriends. Gonna go to uh, Disney World. Which yeah. I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, that'd be mint. Because the new Star Wars world will be opening. There's a crazy hotel opening as well. Yeah. Where it's all like you're on a spaceship in space. There's no windows. It's just LCD oh, screens yeah. with stars <laughs> flying past. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. All the people who work there are in character, and there's apparently there's like a big like. If you want to get involved, you can. But there's like a big role play mystery thing going on. Right, at cool. The hotel. Yeah, that sounds quite fun. So you can, they give you like a character card if you want to play. It and then yeah, I feel like if you make all that effort to go there and do that, you're probably gonna do that as yeah, well. You might you know as well I mean? get involved. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be like, oh, no, this, can a few grand to it's go a bit there. too fucking, a bit too much for me. I'll just go back to my Star Wars yeah. <laughs> hotel room with the stars flying by. Yeah, you're probably gonna get involved, aren't you? Mint. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I fucking hope. Uh, Oh, Pan Solo's good. I didn't realise it was that one. I'm excited now, actually. And th- that makes sense as to why I seen the trailer, like, the other week, because I was like, why yeah, the fuck's this out in the cinema? Like TV spots now, I think, just right. came out as well, so... Yeah. yeah. That's when you know it's close. Yeah. I think I'm just going to dodge them all. I'm just going to go and see it with an open mind and see if Babyface can pull off being Han Solo, the ultimate badass. Is it the point down? Yeah, it's Han important. Solo point. Yeah, yeah. Probably worth it just to see Donald Glover in it. Oh, yeah. So... See what I think nice one thanks for doing nice appreciate it I'm a problem. where can people find you Instagram Twitter Facebook what do you use uh, same on all it's at Watson Sith mm-hmm. that's it yeah cool. same on all same one. on Reddit uh, yeah it is yeah beauty I nice. only have the same username for everything <laughs> <laughs> nice one thanks for doing it no worries man